On this week's episode of The Smoke Break, we talk with Portland comedian Emily June about recovering from trauma and the pros and cons of being single. Episodes drop on Spotify every Sunday after they air and Wednesdays on YouTube. Welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. This week, we are talking with somebody who I believe that we can learn something from, uh, host and comedian on uh, Shady Pines Radio, Emily June. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Zane. Absolutely. It's really good to be here. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, wow. no, it's, it's a treat having you here. Um, so every week, uh, we like to discuss mental health topics, and this week, we are talking about getting back on the horse. Uh, and I'm not talking about heroin. Um, <laughs> I, I kicked the habit. All right. Hey, pew, pew. It's your old pal Zane uh, here with Malik Rayshon. What's popping? Hey, there it is. I remember to introduce everybody this week. I'm doing better. I'm hey. doing better. Hey, and I'm not as grumpy. So okay. should be fun. Should we be a lot of fun. Day. It's a good day. It's a good day. Besides the fire. It's great. Hey, besides the fire. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, just take a break from the smoke with the smoke break. Uh, yeah, every Saturday, uh, we're living in a hellscape. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, getting back on the horse. Um, that's something that I have a hard time um, doing. I think a lot of the reason why I uh, move so much so quickly and for as long as I do is because I'm afraid that if I do stop, I won't be able to start again. Um, and then when you do stop, you have to get yourself back into that motion. Like maybe it's one thing to maintain it, but it's another thing to restart. But every time you stop, you then get a chance to start, start again. Start again. Check out my EP on ah. Spotify. Okay. Uh, this is a shameless plug. <laughs> I think the worst is the false start. The false start. Yeah. I have to deal with that. Like I'll take a long break and then like I did, like I went to the haymaker and I had a great set, mm -hmm. like, such a great set that this guy told me I was as good as a man. Which wow. Is to me. That's a huge compliment. <laughs> I know. So, okay. So he's, he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, you're really good. You know, like you're, like, you're as good as a man. And like, what's really funny is like, I know I should be really mad about that, but my dad was like the most misogynistic man yeah. ever. And he like, he died before I started doing comedy. So in a way I realized I was yeah. like, Papa. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like a compliment my dad would have given me. Yeah. Like, you're funny for a broad. And yeah. I was like, thanks, Aww. daddy. And I was like, I have issues. Aww, daddy issues. <laughs> um, but uh, no, um, yeah, the false start. So I had a really, really good set. And then um, I got off stage and then I got asked to do Growlers. And I was really, really excited about it. Mm -hmm. So excited that I just said yes, forgetting that I had a wedding to go to mm -hmm. that day. But yeah. I was like, oh, no big deal. Were you getting married? Or no. Was, okay. Oh, God. No. Okay. All right. I'm just, I'm just double checking. friends. It. And then I, 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 I went there. And then the person who was going to give me a ride ended up not showing up. And then I thought, oh, no big deal. I'll just call a lift. And then I had a shitty Walmart phone. I missed the gig. Oh, and, no. Damn. You know, when you start again, you have a good set. Like, you're... Like I was on fire. Yeah, like, let's go. Let's I went do on the next one. Like I ever, like dude, ever, like I was fuckable. Like everybody wanted a piece of this. Like it was dope. Like it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. you know, I like, I like, I was so like, jokes were just like flowing to me. Sure, you sure. You know what I mean? And, like, it was like I couldn't sleep because I like was writing jokes and I was so inspired. And I was sure. excited to get out of bed in the morning and like all those feelings were there. Yeah. And then I missed the show. Yeah. Yeah. And then I. So the problem is also when you take that long break and like like you're like starting again and you're stoked and yeah. then that I think is for me sucks and yeah. it's like something that I, that that's hard. So I have like a few things lined up, like a few shows lined up, and I'm like trying to get myself back in there. Yeah, it's also beating yourself up because you're like I fuck that up or fuck I that took up. this. Uh, no, yeah, it'll ever forgive me. It's all over. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's what's been your experience with that, Zane. Um, I guess uh, just starting again, like I've taken a break from music and comedy and podcasting is the only thing I've been doing. And I recently tried to quit one of my shows uh, and was uh, not allowed to. So um, I actually also quit like another uh, writing gig for like a TV show type thing. I've, I've So this is the most consistent thing for you. 
Yeah, the smoke so break. So this is like your girlfriend. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, this is this is me and the smoke break. We're uh, going steady uh, for fifty-five episodes. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely it's a it's a difficult thing. Like you know, <laughs> quitting things that's easy. Oh, you can do that just you know anytime. It's it's energizing. Um, but it's it's restarting them um, because you know there's there's times where like I want to write music. There's times that I want to go to open mics. There's times that I want to you know just uh, you know I had a performance where I was supposed to do music and comedy it was for a recovery gig it was literally the gig that i've been waiting for that like i've been working for and i did not want to be there yeah and it was like the weirdest feeling because it was just like this should be something i'm excited about but because i was so exhausted i was just like ah i don't even just please don't make me do it so um yeah i guess it's just it's restarting is like a, is a really difficult thing or just even getting started just in the sense that like i feel like once you have momentum it's easy to keep going but like once you've lost it it's hard to like regain um, what about you, Malik? What's what's been your experience with starting, stopping? Well, I definitely relate to what you said. Kind of like as soon as you stop, it's kind of harder to start. But my my thing is, um, and I think I had probably mentioned this in in a previous episode, but I I tend to have super strong starts, and then after like a month, I'll sort of burn out. But then it's the the process of me kind of bouncing back from that it has a lot of it's just a lot of time of me sitting in my space and just kind of pondering and thinking like what is it that is making me feel defeated how do I take my power back from that thing um, and is it something that is as powerful as I'm allowing it to be um, so a lot of times I just have to take a step back and reevaluate and try to figure out like what's what's at the root of this fall off, I guess, what caused me to be in this space that I'm in now. Yeah. Where do I want to be? How do I get there? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like taking that time to yourself to just kind of like analyze like, OK, like, why am I feeling this way? That's something that I feel like we've been talking about, like on the last couple episodes is just really just taking that time away to like analyze, like, why am I feeling this way? Because it's it's natural to like feel something and just be like, I feel this. I'm angry. You know, fuck it. Like, it's easy to just jump into that emotion, but it's a lot harder to like sit with that emotion, allow yourself to feel it and analyze why you're feeling it. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. also um, I talked to my therapist about this. Also, the idea of resetting, mm -hmm. not just restarting, but resetting. So mm -hmm. doing whatever it is that makes you that resets whether mm -hmm. that's doing a comedy show or whether that's like just riding your bike to the top of mount Tabor and like mm -hmm. bombing down which is mm -hmm. what i do sometimes yeah. but it's like the reset you yeah know, you have to calm your nerves first and then do something that brings you just joy for the sake of joy yeah and yeah. Um, what you said you sometimes it's just easier to do what you're excited about too like i'm the same like i do music i was in a band mm -hmm. and you know i play music for like nine years before I started doing comedy, mm -hmm. you know? So it's whatever you're like fired up about in the moment. Yeah. But it is hard with obligations because you're like, well, I don't want to do this. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, it doesn't matter. And that's like the, it almost like a, a, a thing that like is hard to explain to people is people are like, oh, you, you're doing all this stuff. You're living your dream. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just as miserable, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you've ever heard of like human design, which is a subject for a mm. different time, but like it's mm. like kind of, like similar to astrology is something I just mm -hmm. figured out. But mm -hmm. Apparently there's this thing called a, there's like four different types and like one's like a mat manifest or like a generating manifester. And they're like mm -hmm. people who just get excited about whatever they're excited about at the moment. And they'll have like 5,000 different interests. Yeah. So I'll send yeah. you the link on that. Cause it sounds like. Yeah. 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 I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I, please send me that link. Uh, we'll post it in the smoke break uh, chat. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, what uh, what I guess uh, is some things that you use to like reset and um, you know get yourself back mentally into a space where you can re-enter a um, space. Well, first I like take a hot bath or water, and then I will bike to the very top of Mount Tabor, normally at night because there's no one else there. Sure. And I'll play like it, lately I've been playing like Bombay disco, which is Indian disco and Hindu disco from like 1973. Okay. And then I'll bomb down the hill. With like my rainbow lights on my bike by myself. That and sounds pretty, yeah, re, re, reinvigorating. It's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the bike ride up there is super epic. And I'm just now able to ride my bike again. So it's like, it feels yeah. pretty good. So I get yeah. all the way to the top. Do some push-ups or whatever, and then I bike down. <laughs> Your own Rocky. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I give the hooligans that are hanging out with some lip. There was this kid. He was like hanging out. He's like, he's like, hey, sell me your bike. I'm like, no, this is my boyfriend. He's like, what? And I was like, I, I masturbate with his mic. 
bike every night. You can't have it. I love this bike. <laughs> I also masturbate with my mic every night. Yeah, yeah this bike too. I love it. And I was riding out of there after I went to the top and he was like, hey, are you that lady that masturbates to her bike? I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah. And that's how I developed a, uh, yeah, that's... Well, I'm glad that you are exercising. <laughs> I feel like That's how I reset. Exercising is important. I get to the top and then I give I give some young hooligans some sass. Hey, so. There you go. No, it it sounds like it sounds like it's exactly what you needed um in that moment. Malik, what about you? What helps you kind of like reset and just re-enter a space? Um You can't say masturbating with a bike. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Stole my answer. You know me so well. Yeah, I do. I do. Um music music <laughs> i feel like that's my answer for everything it is but that's okay it's a good answer <laughs> i mean you'll, you'll get to know me as a host over time 87 percent of my answers involve music somehow i wish that weren't the case but that's hey. just me so y'all gonna have to deal with it y'all gonna have to deal with it um but so yeah how, just, how does music uh help you with that giving me a space to just perceive and to not necessarily partake, if that makes sense. I feel like when we're partaking in the experience, it can be overwhelming, at least for me. And so when I, again, take a step back uh, specifically into the studio and I'm making a beat or I'm recording a verse or whatever, uh, I'm able to perceive my state rather than partaking in my state. And I guess you could say like, I am partaking in it just by expressing in it, but to express it from like uh, an observer's perspective as someone who's like, this is the story that I'm telling with this piece of art versus like, oh fuck, this is how I'm feeling right now. And like, these are all the things on my mind and I'm stressed and I'm depressed and all that. It's like, yeah. it just comes into that space. So where it kind I of can... puts some distance in between you and the emotions and yeah. allows you to just kind of, uh, um, yeah, yeah, like just write about it from that perspective. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. but there's normally at least a full day of me not being able to get out of bed and feeling like I want to blow my brains out, so I have to get over that initial hurdle. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> necessary. It's the, the beginning of the day, blow your brains out hurdle. Yeah, 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 I realized later that that wasn't normal, but you know, whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it depends <laughs> on who you're hanging out with. <laughs> Define normal, because uh, the people that I hang out with would be like, yeah, that's, that's how you wake up, you know, yeah, you get past that, and then you go to the day. I love comics, because yeah. they understand the sadness. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, absolutely. It's those normies I don't trust. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck, guys. Uh <laughs> no, I um I don't know. I guess for like for me, as far as like trying to get um I just spent like literally this last week just laying in bed, just existing. I haven't done that in forever. It's literally like, okay, so like I have to have to, you know, work on this song. I've got to like post this clip, I've got to chop it up, I've got to go over the interview, I've got to name the episode. You know, it's like there's always something to do, and because there's always something to do, there's never any time to relax. So I literally just took a week. Where I just sat in my bed, scrolled through TikTok, and was just like, yeah, huh. Scrolling through TikTok is awesome. Yeah. I was yeah. telling my friend, I was like, laying in bed and watching YouTube. She's like, yeah, but it's like, you laying in bed, watch YouTube, TikTok, like it's depressing. I'm like, no, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Have you ever laid in bed and just watched endless hours of video? Yeah. Oh, I love it, especially in the comfy bed. And it's like, Oh, in the wintertime, it's all warm and shit. It's like, I go to work just so I can come back home and lay down and watch TikTok videos. Yeah, exactly. That shit's awesome. I refuse to be ashamed about it, all right? See, I'm one of those people with TikTok where I feel like I'm too old for that shit. I'm yeah. just save it for the kids. But uh, You I'm don't know watch... about witch talk, all right? Yeah. It's pretty dope. I've I've peeped that. I've peeped that. It is dope. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm not going to mess with TikTok, but I will 100% spend two hours straight watching TikTok videos on Instagram. Yeah, there you go. So, there you go. You're the worst kind of you know, person. We all, yeah. we all have, we all have our vices, yeah. you, know, you know. I'm a fucking poser. You know, yeah. so, some people smoke weed, some people drink beer, some people yeah. watch YouTube, some people it's TikTok. Some, some people, people masturbate with bikes. Yeah, some people masturbate with bikes and <laughs> name them. To each their own. To each their own. <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, I guess like, you know, and the thing about like TikTok too is like sometimes, you know, there could be like an inspirational thing where I'm like, oh, I'm fucking helping my mood. But most of the mm -hmm. time it's just like, yo, you want to watch somebody fall off a ladder? And I'm like, yes, mm. yes, no, I do. I mean, it's tarot cards and all like, tarot your card. life yeah. is going to get awesome and everyone loves you. And I'm yeah. like, thank you. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> 
You don't know how much I needed to hear all of that. Oh, yeah, oh, it feels it's the, so good. the pip the, <laughs> the pipple puppy hits. videos for me. Pipple mm-hmm. puppies, but I will watch pipple puppies all all morning. day, all day. Oh, that's God. that's your healing space. They're is... so cute. <laughs> oh, cats! Pipple puppies and kitties. Oh my! I'm allergic God. to cats, but I love cats. It's like a mm. forbidden fruit for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watermelon. I love it, but I'm allergic. Yeah, uh, no, I love it. Some <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of those cats. I want to pet you and kill me. (laughs) 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 All right, Dale, but we're going to take a real quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Wednesday evenings at 9 p.m. Come explore the spaces between friends. DJ 1017 takes you into a universe unlike any other. From Pink Floyd to the Flaming Lips and anything else interstellar. The spaces between friends with DJ 1017. Wednesday nights at 9pm. Come explore with us here on Shady Pines Radio. Welcome back to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon. What's poppin'? And Emily June. Hey. Hey. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, so I had heard uh, it referred to uh, last night as cuffing season. <laughs> I had never heard that before. I've never, I didn't know what the fuck that meant. I was just like, are the police out? Like, what is this? It's a bad thing. <laughs> but apparently it's the time that people couple up. Yeah, we're getting to that time. And we're getting that time when it gets cold and everyone's like, I don't want to shiver by myself. Yeah, right, right. yeah. This is so funny. Yeah. It's just every time there's cuffing season, it's like it's like a gym class all over again. And everybody yeah. picks. Just picks, yeah. And I don't get picked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I'm too short and nobody wants me on their team. <laughs> I look good, but I'm bad at sports. So I'm, just, then, I'm kind of standing there too. But then you're like, whatever, I kind of like this. And then you're just, you know, because yeah. you realize that, you know, balls in the air have a tendency to hit you right in the head anyway. So yeah. you're kind of better off. Yeah, honestly, honestly, <laughs> no, I appreciate that. That's a really good perspective. Um, so yeah, being being single, uh, it can be a difficult thing, but it can also be a very I, I, uh, freeing thing. Yeah, I've been single for three years. Mm-hmm. I've been single for three years. I've been actually celibate for most of that time, mm-hmm. and I mean, like, not no cuddles, like, sure. You know what I mean? Damn, no cuddles. No cuddles. No yeah, pets. Even Malik and I cuddle. I don't right. even, no, no, no pets. No nothing. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, it 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 it's been. You know, it's been yeah. Like I normally go, I normally have sex like once a year during mating season, and it's, <laughs> and it's season, a terrible, it's a terrible experience <laughs> that normally <laughs> scars me in some There's way. Dancing, and then I don't do it again for like another year, and then eventually, I, you know, I, I give in, and then I'm like, oh, well, that was not good, and yeah. then and then then I go, yeah, that's pretty. But here's the thing: it's like I've been single for three years, and I finally there's some like some sort of switch. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the last couple of years I've done kind of like fem cell comedy, mm-hmm. where it's like I can't, like, all my jokes were like, I can't go past the third date without making a guy's dick stop, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a switch that happened finally after mm-hmm. enough time by myself and facing the depths of loneliness that I've faced, especially like knee surgery in my apartment alone and all that. Sure. Um, I actually really like being single. Yeah. And once what happens when you really, really like being single, you don't know if you want that to change ever. Mm-hmm. Then people start to be interested again. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, I, I definitely, I, I've noticed that it's kind of like, do you ever play Grand Theft Auto? Yes. Okay, so like in Grand Theft Auto, like if you're looking for a car, you will never find that car. But the second that you find that car, a million of that same car will pop up everywhere. Yeah. And it's usually when you stopped looking for that car. And yeah. I feel like it's the same thing with like partners where you're just like, you know what? I'm done looking. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, and what's up really funny is I really don't know if I do. Like, I like sleeping alone. I'm used to it. Like, I don't a know. Full bed to yourself. I don't know if I ever really want any of that to change, if I'm being honest. Like, mm. I, I, I really I've come to really, really enjoy it. I've come sure. to, I, I like to focus on my projects. And I tell you what, when I did have that false start and I was super excited about that comedy show that I was doing, it was. Mm-hmm. 
best feeling in the world. Yeah. I, and like you smiling about it, like the last bit you did or a mm-hmm. new bit you have is like 10 times better than any emoji text you'll get from yeah. someone else. Like it's the best feeling on earth. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that, you know, just spending time, enough time being single, you realize that like a lot of those things you were looking for in other people are things that you can create yourself, you know, mm. where it's just like, if you're feeling, you know, lonely, then like go hang out with friends. You don't have to like tie yourself down to somebody mm-hmm. and like create this complex like, wait, you're going out on Friday night. You always go out on Friday. You know, it's like there's there's the there's a dynamic that doesn't necessarily need to be created. But because we think that like this is the only place I can get this from, you know, the only place I can get, you know, somebody to listen to me from is from a partner. The only way mm-hmm. I can get you know, uh, physical contact, like a touch, like a, like a hug or a touch is from a partner. It's just like, no, you can, uh, you can hug your homies, hug your homies. Yeah. Stay single. Or you can just face that dark, dark hole and just feel that loneliness and like just fucking just go through, get fucking through it. Yeah. Well, it's important to feel. transmute it somehow. Yeah. I I think a lot of times we, we want there to be an illusion that we're not alone. And I mean, like emotionally, we're oftentimes not alone, but I think, physically like realistically we do spend a lot of time alone we have to spend a lot of time alone so i think it's good uh for us to be comfortable with that and to embrace that and really enjoy that yeah, yeah it's it's really funny i was trying to explain that to my friend i was like i was like yeah like once blah 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 i just i don't know really like being single she's like yeah and like that's what attracts men i'm like <laughs> <laughs> That's not really, I was not putting this out of the universe to create that. This, yeah, this is just an act. This yeah. is just, no, I'm like I've gone through three years of like 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 soul crushing like yeah. fucking like hell, dude. I wanted to like commit suicide, start doing mm-hmm. fucking stand up comedy. Like mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, no, no, like that's not the. In point, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't calling her a bro, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> she was a bro in that moment. Uh, <laughs> that's what men like. So, <laughs> la, la, la. Uh, and you know what's funny? You know what's it's ironic? Is like so that whole night, like she was kind of like hitting on every dude there, and mm. I was just like enjoying my friends sure. and being, you know. And like the the hottest dude there that I've had a crush on forever and who I used to be like semi obsessed with back in the day, Mm -hmm. maybe jerked off to him a few times, (laughs) daydream about him, (laughs) daydream on the bus. On or off of, oh, it was on the bus. No, I didn't jerk off on the bus, but I did imagine sexy scenarios on the bus that I jerked to later. But okay, just save it, just save it for the bike. I called him my daydream boyfriend. Anyway, I used used to have those. I I try not to have those anymore. But um, yeah, he was like, like one of the hottest guys there. And she was like, flirting with every dude and he mm-hmm. actually asked me he's like do you want to go cl- cuddle like platonically and mm-hmm. I haven't been held in forever I was actually sure. afraid to because I was like I might cry yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready to cry on you right now uh, but Damn. then I went to the bathroom I came back and she was all over him like a cat in heat oh, wow. and I was like okay and then he looked at me he's like you want to go I'm like yeah and she and this is after I talked to her and okay. she literally saw me leave with the hottest guy there to go cuddle I'm like yeah uh, bitch damn. she's like and she probably cool. thought she probably thought oh yeah she just did that to get a man I'm like no <laughs> <laughs> but she's like yo I told you it worked well it's because happiness and independence is attractive yeah and yeah. so it's but the main thing is to be happy and then the rest is just attractive as to that and then honestly if you're I've started calling comedy my boyfriend mm-hmm. And when I'm really fired up about comedy, honestly, like yeah, any it's a any romance, any fucking even potential romantic interest, honestly, comes second to me. Yeah, and I, yeah. I'm like, there was this one time, like after that show, I went to, I accompanied my friends because they were playing in Hood River, and it didn't occur to me that the leader of the band had a crush on me, and that's why he invited me. Mm-hmm. When you're single for a long time, these things, yeah, think psh, about it. Mm-hmm. It's like what? Oh, you like my boobs? Oh god, yeah. um, no, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> You're like my bouncies, I had no idea. Anyway, because it goes over your head, and then like he was staring at me, and then I thought about this new bit about getting older, like it just rushed into my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, oh fuck, new idea. Yeah, and like he was staring at me, it's like, dude, you're hot, but this I've got to write this fucking down hotter. Right now. And I kept going in and like writing my bits, not giving a fuck about anybody there, mm-hmm. and because I was more passionate about what I was doing. Yeah, and that makes you attractive. It's not yeah. even just like it's just like that just gives you an attractive energy. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I think like you know. um, just like I guess being able to have like your own thing like that that independence is extremely attractive you know because it's just yeah. like if if I were to be in a, in another relationship it would have to be with somebody who was very independent and was like fine with me doing my own thing because exactly. it's like mm-hmm. I can't do like I I there's a certain amount of attention that a cat likes and a certain amount of attention that's <laughs> 
<laughs> other animals that wait for you to get home and I'm just like yeah. I, I wanted to, I want to hang out with you but like cats I, are like hey what's up and you're like cool I need, you're a, like, cat. Cool. I need, I need a, a cat relationship I'm a cat person I, I will have, say that I can't have someone that gets mad if they don't get a good night text exactly. like I can't know yeah yeah I can't I, have I, you waiting for me to get home just like no, no I just don't exist until you're here it's I, like no, I, no. I, I've nope. had relationships where our relationship is the best part of their life, oh. and that's that's oh. scary. Oh. Like, like it's, this isn't even going that well. No, not at all. It's kind of flattering, but it's also like, I uh, you're not my first priority. Yeah, yeah. you're never going to be my first well, priority. Yeah. So you're just yeah. asking to be disappointed. Yeah, exactly. With your it's mindset. also energetic. Like when you have so much stuff like going in your direction, like like magnets. Like oh. <laughs> Check out the video podcast to find out what happened. I, uh, I just had a, I just had a moment. Um, Holy crap! Our ratings are skyrocketing. Uh. Sorry, I got water all over my bouncy. <laughs> <laughs> I should have uh, <laughs> Yeah, about. send help. Send help. Oh yeah, when you have a certain amount of energy. Yeah. <laughs> your way. It's just, it kind of pushes you back. You know what I mean? Like, you just kind of get pushed back by it because it's just too much. It's like, yeah. Yeah. No, well, it's, it's, it, yeah. No, I definitely know what you mean. Like, just kind of like being overwhelmed where it's like, I need people to match energy as opposed to, you know, like, have and that's and that's why a lot of the reason why I, I enjoy being single is because it's like trying to find somebody to match that energy. It's like, I don't know. It's so it's it's inconsistent sometimes where it's like either they care too much, I care too much, and I'm like, eh, I'd rather not care yeah, at all. I rather not, not care at all. I haven't been in dating apps in a long time either. Actually, yeah. the last time I was on a dating app was the last time the smoke rolled in the city and I yeah. got banned from Tinder for looking for a clean air daddy. A clean air daddy. Because <laughs> I didn't have an air filter. And you I was got like, banned for that? Yeah. And I was like, what? like, I think so, because like, yeah, I didn't have I was living in an attic with no like it didn't have any insulation. So and I have asthma, so I was like struggling to breathe and I was yeah. like, damn dude, I need to find someone with an air filter. And I was like, yeah. looking for a clean air daddy. Someone sent me a picture of a fan with a filter tape to it. I'm like, not good enough, bro. <laughs> Just put like a cigarette Maybe he on recorded it. me. I don't know, but I got banned. But like, actually, after that, I never went back. And re Just because I think everyone on a dating app is looking for something outside of themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think it's important to, I think the best partners are the ones who literally can accept going through life alone. Because I honestly yeah. have accepted that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I've told, yeah. Like, if this is the way it is, yeah. and I've accepted that, and I put enough trust and faith in the universe that if I'm meant to be with someone, then yeah. I will be. You know, and I just work on myself and I just accept that that is that I, I look into the darkness of being alone forever and I yeah. accepted it. And I tell you what is the most empowering thing to be. Yeah. Mm. It is so fucking empowering. Yeah. hundred percent. And I, I think they make people like that are the best partners. Yeah. Well, I mean, somebody who wants to be in a relationship as opposed to somebody who needs to be in a relationship are like two different things. You know, it's like if yeah. if you are complete by yourself and I am bringing to you more then like we can both benefit. But if you're missing something and I don't show up in a way you need me to now, you're missing something. You look like you're about to bust up laugh. <laughs> I'm just still thinking about pouring water down my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to have a series of a conversation while soaking wet. As it'll I can. it'll no, take I'm some good. time. <laughs> But um, see, it's interesting. I actually hate being single. Yeah. I I won't say I hate being single. I'll just say I really love to have intimate companionship. Mm -hmm. And it's something that like a lot of people will be. And I've been guilty of this in the past. Of course, a lot of people want to be in a relationship, but they are finding themselves in a relationship with someone that's like not really good for them. Um, but they crave that companionship so much. And so I'm, I'm in a space now and I'm, I'm actually in a relationship, but I'm in a space where, um, I kind of value the, the companionship just as much, but I also value myself and my peace, um, and like being respected that I'm not going to allow anyone to be connected with me in that way. That's not like super freaking awesome. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I was in a four year live in relationship before I, was, I got single three years ago and it took a lot for me to leave that. Yeah. So I, I completely understand as long as you have that, but a lot of people will like they get into these, especially 
a lot of women will, men mm-hmm. too, but mm-hmm. women will get into quote unquote situationships mm-hmm. and where they clearly are not okay with it being casual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they'll say they are. Yeah. And then it'll come out in all sorts of cringy ways. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we dating? Or, yeah. Why isn't it Facebook official? <laughs> yeah. I've seen some, I've seen some, oh, cr- oh I've seen some cringy oh just yeah. the crack of cringe behavior i've uh, seen uh. like posting somebody's dog on social media remembering better times oh. <laughs> yikes <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean i think uh i think with being single um it's definitely something that you know uh it's something that should be embraced and not so much shamed because i feel like a lot a lot more often there's there's situations where you're just like, no, I'm not complete because I don't have the life that they have on the movies or whatever. You know, it's like, I don't I don't know what has created this need and desire to f- feel like you have to be in a relationship. Oh, it got me in so much trouble. It's a lot media. Of people, it's media. A lot of people yeah. talk about pretty privilege. And I was hot as fuck when I was younger. I tell you what, there's nothing more dangerous than pretty privilege <laughs> when you come from an abusive childhood and you have low self-esteem. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I like got into these shitty abusive relationships when mm. I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. And also because the fil- I just had to have a man. Mm-hmm. Like I got married right out of high school because the idea of leaving Michigan and like leaving mm-hmm. my abusive home that I was in mm-hmm. couldn't do that without a man. Like yeah. I just like the, the idea of you had to have somebody. Yeah. yeah. And so I spent the earlier years of my life in like somewhat just toxic relationships, you know, codependent relationships because I didn't the thought of, oh, yeah, I can be my own. Yeah. You sovereign. can be unhappy by yourself. You know can, that, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, and so, you know, it was just. You know, so yeah, I, I get so mad at that because you think you're just like you're just like no, we have to have yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what and everyone that's keeps telling me. That's the most miserable mindset to fucking mm-hmm. have. It's the most miserable mindset to have. Yeah, absolutely, Jesus. absolutely. All right, cool. So we're gonna take a real quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with the smoke break. We are here every Sunday from nine to ten a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Patches, come here, boy. I love Patches, and that's why I love Patch Dog. Hey, Dad, were you calling me? No, I was calling the dog Patches. Yes, Father? Oh, not you, honey. Patch Dog makes custom iron-on embroidery patches. I can give them my design, and in a couple weeks, I've got custom patches. They can be of my daughter Patches, my son Patches Jr., or even my dog Patches. Yes, dear. Uh, No, no, that's Patches, my wife. I'm just making a commercial. And because Patch Dog loves you so much, use the code SPR10 for a 10% discount. And you know they've got that free domestic shipping. For more information, check out patch.dog and fall in love with Patches like me. Did you yes, me? dear. No, I'm making a commercial for Patch Dog. Patch Dog. And welcome back to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. You can also catch us on Facebook Live every Saturday uh, if we do it on time. This week. <laughs> That's a big ass if. That's a big ass if. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Cheryl Palzane, here with Malik Rayshon. What's poppin'? And comedian and host of Shady Pines Radio's show. What is it? The Northwest, Northwest Com- Comedy Hour. Yes, yes. Check it out. What time is that on? Uh, it's on one o'clock every Tuesday. My yep. name's Emily June. Yep, yep. There it is. <laughs> My mom's name is April May. Whoa! Just throwing that out there. Is it really, or are you giving yeah, me no, a lame no, ass no, joke that, right now? No, no, dead ass. It just sounds like a Zane joke, actually. Yeah. No, dead ass, dead ass. Her her name is her first name's April, middle name May, and she was born in June. Shit! Fucking crazy. Jesus. Synchronicity. Woo! Speaking of synchronicity, we are going to do the joke break, and every week we ask a question from the game. Let's get real, bro. And this week's question is. Hmm. What do you think drives me in life? Zane drives me to yeah, the smoke to break. To the smoke break and home from the smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think drives me in life? Uh, hmm. Wait, so. I, I think who? we're answering it about me. And we'll just go around the circle <laughs> for people that we. Well, I mean, we can guess. We can try it. Or we can just say what wait, drives. Wait, we're going to guess what drives you in life? Sure, why not? What do you think drives me in life? What do you think? Oh my god! Yeah, it's a big question. Big question. Um, ham sandwiches. Ham sandwiches. <laughs> number one, but number two. <laughs> what do you think number two is? Oh god, damn it! Uh, deep connection. Deep connection. Mm. Okay. Sure. But like mm. the real kind. Yeah. Absolutely. But like, the, but not like romantic. Mm-hmm. Like the kind you. I can't explain it. 
Yeah. Just like connect, just connecting with people, like just feeling like there's like a shared, you know, thought, a shared idea, a shared moment. Just. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's fucking A. Well, she won. I I don't even answer, Malik. (laughs) Who cares what you think or if you've known me longer? Fuck (laughs) off. (laughs) Uh, What drives Zane? Um, I feel like there's so many different ways to look at it because I think you could look at drive as what's pushing you forward or it could even be like what are you driving away from mm. um so i feel i feel as if you are driving toward um deep connection in a meaningful way and i'll say doing it through your many uh creative gifts mm, um and just people skills in general being able to like have a conversation with someone make them feel valued whatever um, and then I would also say driving away from just like uh, not being heard, not being understood, maybe not seeing and hearing and understanding yourself fully. Um, and also just knowing, you know, you've been through some shit throughout your life. And I think that for you, it's really important to drive in the direction of some type of of something healthy, of something productive, of something that can inspire people. Um. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good ass answer. Good ass answers, everybody. All right, I'm gonna go around and I'm going to say what I think drives you. <laughs> what I think. What I think. <laughs> Who knows if I'm right? Who knows what I'm right? All right, Emily June. What do I think drives oh, you? Geez. Um. Oh jeez. I think what drives you is um. I think you've you've told me a little bit about your story about uh you know the circumstances under which you started comedy and uh, I think just in a lot of the same ways, like connections, something that's like important to you. I think yeah. that, uh, you know, that's when, when you come from like such a dark place and you go into a space where you're trying to make people happier, it, it usually comes from a space of like not feeling like you got that yourself. And, you know, or when you did get that, it's, you got it from the thing, you got it from music, you got it from comedy, you know, like I was, I was having a bad day and I watched this special save my life. I was having a bad day. Listen to this song, save my life. I want to give that back. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's the, that's the vibe I get from you is just, you know, a lot of your jokes are, are personal and they're, they're talking about, you know, like situations that you've had, you know, things that you found awkward or funny or, you know, just a lot of the, the things, the content that I, I see you put out there, um, just kind of, to me says the thing that's driving you is just, you know, just connection, connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you mm-hmm. agree or am I just so far off? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think drives you? What do you think drives you? Uh, the next experience. The next experience. Okay. Yeah, the next thing. Like the right now, thing. I'm kind of bummed out, but I know that I'm just waiting for the next wave. Sure. So the next wave is what keeps me going. Okay. Yeah. So it's just it's something to look forward to. Yeah, but you weren't wrong. Like that does that does that does yeah. motivate me too. But I mean, I, I I the the next thing is definitely something that like in a similar way is what motivates me. Where it's just like, okay, cool. Like I'm getting this done, but after that, I have to do this, and after that, I have mm-hmm. to do this, and having something. That's why I always ask the question, "What are you excited for?" Because it's yeah. like, what are you but looking it's also forward the experience, to? Experience, like mm-hmm. you know, high after a show or just something cool you get invited to. Yeah, and then you absolutely. find yourself like on a boat or something weird, or you found yourself at some weird after party at a warehouse with circus people. Or <laughs> sometimes you really You know never that thing know. that be happening all the time? Sometimes you never really know where the day is going to take you. Like, yeah. I, I have, have woken up some days and ended up in a place where I was like, wow, how did I get here with all these weird people? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, I just went on a bike ride and now I'm here. Yeah. So, so yeah, so it's like the next cool experience. I know it. And so you just have to hold on. And whether you make that for yourself by doing a comedy show or whatever, mm-hmm. You just, you just, you just, or whether you just get randomly invited to your friend's band in Hood River because you made it on your bike in time, yeah. like to the last song of their band played, and they invite you to come with them, and you have a cool, fun time there. Just, yeah, whatever happens, man. Yeah, all right. That's what it is. I dig it. I dig Can it. Can I guess what keeps you going? Sure. All right. Okay, I think what keeps you going drives you. What drives like. you? Wrong. I don't drive. <laughs> is peace. Oh. Inner peace, man. I think it. I think everything you do is for your own sense of peace, because mm-hmm. that's what I think. Yeah. Wow, that was pretty fucking spot on. Yeah, yeah. it's like every tarot card. I wouldn't or something. have. I wouldn't have guessed uh, that. I would. I was just like, oh, music. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would also been right. Would have also course, been correct. Would not have been as correct. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I think that's a that's a really good observation. I'm Just, psychic as fuck. Psychic as fuck. <laughs> um, it's it's definitely peace in understanding that like my peace is entangled in um, helping attain everyone else's that. chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 100 <laughs> percent. My my peace is entangled in helping other people also find some sense of that. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that and mushroom burritos. Mushroom burritos. Like psilocybin mushroom burritos? Oh, yeah, those, but also just regular kind. That'd be an intense ass burrito. Oh, Mm. man. That burrito eats you. (laughs) (laughs) Some tacos. Um, So, peace. Yeah, no, I definitely, I think that, you know, peace is definitely something that that motivates you. I think the thing that I would have said that I think drives you is... uh, just just uh, a desire to continue to create, you know, mm. I, I can tell like whether, you know, you're making videos on YouTube, whether you're making music, whether you're doing the podcast, whether you're doing um, like little talks and stuff like that. Like everything that I can I can see from you is just it's 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 a creative output, you know, and just being able to, um, you know, uh put out your ideas in any format that you can, whether it's like, Hey, I figured out how to make beats. This is what I want to share with you. Or this is a cool idea I had. Maybe this might stick with you. You know, it's just always, always creating. I think that's a really cool um, thing that you do. Mm, 24 seven, man. 24 freaking seven. What do you, what do you think drives you? What do I think drives me? Um, I would say, it it really kind of fluctuates on on the timing of my life and what I have going on in that moment. But I think the consistent driving force, it's always it's always uh, wanting to make my mark in the culture, uh, wanting to be a part of something that helped me discover so much of who I am, mm-hmm. uh, and wanting to sort of leave something behind i guess for people to look at and learn from and feel inspired by and feel empowered by uh and to to know they're not alone which mm-hmm. i know is your thing too mm-hmm. um so yeah I, I would just say like to sum it all up just what drives me is is making making my mark like spending my time wisely yeah yeah all right no it's super dope it's super dope all right comedically what drives you it's oh, yeah. like like just Man, the goofy shit. What, the the oohs. Ooh. I love it when the comedy when the when the audience goes ooh. <laughs> I love it so much. I like it better than the laughter. I love it so much. There was this thing that helium open mic. I have this joke, you know, like like you get to a certain age and you just stop taking birth control to kind of stack the deck in your favor. <laughs> maybe you pull out, maybe you won't. Wormhole of opportunity down there. And I added a Roe v. Wade bit at the end because I kind of had to. And I was just like, that's Sometimes. why I see a lot of nervous gentlemen in the audience. That's why you keep it wrapped up. She might keep it even if the state is blue and everyone went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, yes. and then like that Bastard. was fun. And then after that, I got to be like, listen, I've had two two abortions. Both of them real lifesavers. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, oh, and then the, the, the laughter, but like the ooze. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With the the, the Ooh, beat before yeah, you can yeah, make yeah. them laugh. Yeah, I, I I appreciate groans. I love the groans. Ooze. Groans are groans for me. Where I like where I tell a pun and there's like, oh my god, I don't want to fucking laugh at this. <laughs> That's what makes me whole. Yeah, uh, or turning the the sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Ooh. Or turning or or turning the the last thing you went through and making mm-hmm. it into a joke mm-hmm. and then it being funny Ooh, and then yeah. you coming out the other side of it like transmuting it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. like when last time I got laid, which was six, um you know, six uh, months ago mm-hmm. and it turned out to be a terrible experience mm-hmm. and like, like, you know, and it was terrible to me and then like a week later he was like, oh, I didn't mean to be that way at all and I bought it and I slept with him a second time <laughs> and I felt terrible about it and then like, I thought that he had maybe given me an STD Oh no! and then I wrote him, I was like, hey man, can we keep in contact till we get, till I get tested? He was like, you're crazy, Emily, I'm blocking your number. And then I spent a week staring at this ingrown hole next to my like butthole, like this ingrown hair, <laughs> ingrown hole, ingrown hair. <laughs> and like, you grew another hole? I would I, definitely get that checked out. And like, I've never looked at my butthole so much, which it found, by the way, looks fantastic. And then I go to the Planned Parenthood and I found out it was a yeast infection. Oh, okay. But then I was able to turn that into this hilarious joke about yeah. like going back for the second round of bad dick and yeah, like, yeah, being yeah. like, your vagina's hungry, gas station burrito, blah, blah, blah. I was able to turn it into this really yeah. funny bit. And like, Dude, when I when I did that bit and like got everybody laughing to it, dude, yeah. that was the best 
feeling. Yeah, yeah. well, that's because before that, it was just a painful experience that yeah. you're just kind of like, man, this sucks, and I feel alone in this. And then, like, once you can create, like, some sort of art out of it, it's like, okay, this is... I got my power back. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's a really good way of putting it is, yeah, like, comedy... Get, allows you to have your power back. That is something that music I found can't really do the same way that comedy can. Because mm-hmm. comedy is more raw. Like music is more vague. Mm-hmm. But comedy is like you got to be vulnerable. This is the raw. thing. This is yeah. what happens. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I, and then like like you see it. Like uh, I've seen comics like yeah. like get up there and talk about their herpes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. that's a way for you really to just get up there and like or talk about like, like music whatever. can be like I have this itch and or you're just whatever like... psychological <laughs> you know psychological disorders. You can take whatever it is that you feel the most shame or mm-hmm. whatever around and get up there and talk about it and it's like the most empowering fucking thing yeah. in the universe Absolutely. it's really just owning who you are and mm-hmm. owning what happened and not letting it own you. Yeah, absolutely. And that is something comedy does the best for me anyway. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I fucking love comedy for that. And forever, I will be forever sucking comedy's dick for that. (laughs) That I love, that's why comedy will always be my number one. That's that's why comedy's my dude. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Deb, we're going to take a real quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. We captured the taste and sound, only here on Open Country. Sundays, noon to one, with your host, Anti-Vandal. Folk music with Anti-Vandal. We captured the taste and sound on this Open Country. Noon to one, Sundays, with your host, Anti-Vandal. Here on Shady Pines Radio. Welcome back to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. I am your host, Joel Palzane, here with Malik Rayshon. Oh, what's poppin'? And Emily June. Hi. Hey, yo, I just want to shout out to Reese in the in the chat. Thank you for dropping my EP. Uh, go check that out. Go check it out. I need to make more music. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my favorite part of the show. It's my favorite question to ask people because I just genuinely like to see what they get excited about. So I'm going to ask the question. What are you excited for, Emily? June. I I got invited to be on a funny jazz talk. Oh, snap. That's super dope. I'm very, very excited. Yeah. I'm also excited to f- start recording shows with my Q8N Zoom camera. Yeah. Hell yeah. So you got you got your equipment for your podcast? Uh, I was supposed to record Butter last night, and then I figured out that I had the wrong cord, but then Reese helped me figure out how to get the right cord. So it's happening. Yeah. I ordered different <laughs> stuff, and it should be good soon. Yeah. So you're you're getting <laughs> stuff to start recording people's like at shows, so yeah, that way you I'm can- start recording shows and then playing them on Shady Pines. Nice. I'm very excited. That's super dope. That's super dope. Yeah, and then people will have nice little video recordings of their stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's super cool. Uh, So the you do- the the Northwest Comedy Hour, correct? Yeah. That's the name of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm titling that properly. Uh, I was on that show with uh, Poor Boy. Yeah, that it's was just, a lot of it's, fun. It's a it's a humble little show. It's just in my little apartment. Yeah, it's it's you know there's camping chairs. It's 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 it's, <laughs> it's a little homegrown setup. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's the that's, You should have seen us sitting around <laughs> a tiny. It was a table. It was on the ground. Nobody even had chairs. You had camping chairs. Nope. We didn't have chairs. We <laughs> had pillows. We had pillows, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a very very humble setup and and uh, sparkling water. We did have sparkling water. That was the only difference between now and then. Is and sparkling. a bath. Um, <laughs> yeah, when you, said, when you said compost toilet, I was like looking around, I'm like, oh, I understand. <laughs> I was like, I, actually, I did thought it might have been somewhere. I just couldn't find it. I was like, I'm just going to go pee behind this truck. I don't know what talking about. Shout out to the compost toilet. <laughs> if we don't get a piece of merch dedicated to that it's compost a, absolutely, toilet, absolutely, absolutely. That's a miss. We'll have mugs. Um, so. <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you do the Northwest Comedy Hour. Um, you're you're starting to build it up a little bit. You're starting to have some really cool uh, comedians on there. Yeah, I got yeah. You know, number sixty five on Mixcloud. I don't know what that means, but I was excited about it. Number sixty five. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, pretty dope. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be doing funny jazz talking. Yeah, I'm excited. 
I'm excited. I'm really excited to do Funny Jazz Talk because you get to go up there with the band behind you and like, yep. play stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, at Funhouse Lounge. Nice. I haven't done comedy at Funhouse Lounge. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, that'll be dope. It's a, it's a cool spot for comedy. It definitely is. Yeah, I'm excited. No, that's dope. Mm-hmm. That's oh, dope. Yeah. Um, so, you got, so you got that to look oh, forward yeah, to. Oh, yeah, I'm also doing the Vaha Variety Show this month, which you're on. The what? I'm on what? You're on what? Yeah, September 18th. You're on the thing. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> you can back out. It's not a big deal. I almost deal. missed it. <laughs> you can back out. It's not a big deal. So it's the fun. It's the fundraiser I'm doing for yes for the the nation uh, the national network of abortion funds. Yeah, which yeah, Provides yeah. funding to women to travel to get abortions, yeah. plus childcare and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. But it, it actually provides um, funding to women who live in more restricted states. Sure. So, I mean, I think it's great too. Yeah, it's really great. You should always give money to Planned Parenthood because Planned Parenthood is great. Mo- great to give money to however yeah this is money will be going directly to the people it needs in to need. go yeah yeah because there aren't like i used to live in the plan uh in the panhandle of florida and it was like a hour and a half drive to the plant and there was one plant paired hood in the whole mm. panhandle and like the plan handle the plan handle <laughs> and uh yeah it was uh and you got there and there was protest like like it is not easy to get to the, if yeah. there are if there is a planned parenthood like there's one for several several counties it's, it's not the yeah, same so yeah. for them to provide this funding for women yeah they're like maybe like travel to get yeah there they and stuff get like on that. an airplane get out of state yeah um yeah mm. my, my my cousin is a civil rights lawyer and i got i reached out to him and i asked him which one he's like this one so that, that's awesome i wish they had a sexier name <laughs> it's a little hard to maybe like, condense promote. it down a yeah, little bit. Like the, 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 the National Network of Abortion Funds is a little bit. I wish they had a little yeah. catchier name, but yeah, you, know, you know, whatever. It's going to a good cause. I'm excited <laughs> about that as no, well. That's super dope. That's super dope. Malik, what about you? What are you excited for? Hmm, I'm excited for next weekend coming up. My little cousin is in town. She lives out of state somewhere. I should know where people nice, live. Nice. Um, but she's having her birthday and so we're gonna go to this arcade slash bar. Uh I think it's called like Retro Games Arcade okay. or something like that. Uh super dope. Have either of you been there? No. Or heard of no, it? No, I haven't mm-hmm. been to a barcade in forever. So they have like every game system ever. Okay. Just like laid out, like maybe four or five per table. Um, and you could just play all the games. I think you pay like six bucks and you have access all night. Fuck yeah. Uh, their drinks are pretty good. Um, they didn't check my expired ID. <laughs> well, they checked. Shout it, out. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have said, put them on blast. Like they did actually check my ID and they told me I can't. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, I didn't actually go there. Unfortunately. Wait, are you underage? No, I just have an expired ID. Oh, yeah. yeah. The DMV is a bitch. It's open two days a week, and you got to go right at 8 a.m. And even if you go at 8 a.m., there's like yeah. 25 people waiting yeah. to get also in, like concert at tickets. 8 yeah, no, I got it. It was insane. You should see my picture. It looks terrible, but yeah, no, it's a mm. thing. You look like you're in line at a concert. Oh, there's like tents and stuff. It's the worst picture of me ever taken. <laughs> every time I have to hand it to somebody, I'm like, oh, don't judge me. <laughs> 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 we'll have a picture of that down in the comments. Um, <laughs> no, that's up. So you you get to see your cousin. When was the last time you saw them? Uh, the last time I seen her, damn, that was probably like at least a year. Okay, okay, at, at least probably a little more, but at least okay. And is this year. like a family get together, or is this like exclusively friends? And... Just just me and her. Okay, cool. No, that's super dope. That's super dope. Yeah, we don't have friends. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have co-hosts, but that, that's pretty. That's pretty close to friends. I, uh. You know, it's funny. I used to make that joke a lot, and then I I find myself defaulting to it sometimes. I'm like, nah, I actually have hell of friends. I'm actually doing pretty good over here. Uh, now that I think about it. <laughs> no, that's dope. That's dope. I'm uh, I'm excited that uh, you get to you get to spend some time with somebody who you haven't seen in a bit. That's yeah. that's always nice. Yeah. That's always nice. It's been like I haven't been as connected to family these lat like over the last year. So I've really been grateful for these little pockets of family time that I've been able to find. For sure. Um, so yeah, shout out to family. If you get to see your folks, see them. Give them a freaking hug. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's solid advice. It's solid yeah. advice. Having too many friends is overrated. 
Because you can't, I've lived in this town too long, and every time I try to go somewhere to be alone and just write down notes and stuff, there's always someone I know, and they always want to talk to me, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. really annoying. <laughs> like, I like, hey, what have you been up to? Yeah, I rode my uh, bike all the way down to Oaks Park because I wanted to have me a solitary bike ride, and I just sit on the sand because I'm like, I'm just sitting on the sand, I sit on the sand, and I'm literally like, where, where? So I was like, how are you, Emily? I'm like, God. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's been like the last two weeks. Yeah. Do you do you know how hard I tried to get away from you without even knowing that you were that's going whenever, to be here? Like 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 we've said, it's like the opposite when you don't like that's when everyone wants yeah, to hang out yeah, with exactly. you. Yeah. That's the second you stop looking for friends, the second all your friends hit you up and like, hey, how's it going? Like, 110. Yeah. What are you excited for, Zane? What am I excited for? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I am excited to have taken a break. Um, I think that that was very, very, very necessary. Um, I'm excited to, you know, get back to it. Um, I think, you know, in whatever in whatever capacity that means, you know, whatever capacity that is, I I just want to get back to doing things and I want to get back to enjoying things. That is a very important part of that. Yeah. Uh, doing things and enjoying things are not the, always the same <laughs> thing. No, you, you can start by enjoying small things like the shower, the mm-hmm. first coffee in the morning. Just mm-hmm. really appreciate and enjoy those. Yeah, yeah. And once you start doing that, it's easier to enjoy other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get absolutely. yourself a bike. Get myself a bike. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I, I I need a longboard. That's something that like I used to do all the time. Is longboard. It's, I uh, have the extra one. Oh shit! You want to go for a ride after this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, take take it home with you, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I'm I'm excited to just kind of uh just reapply myself. Um. There's there's so many things that like I enjoy doing, but there's things that like I can't enjoy doing if I'm not taking care of myself. Um. And yeah, I'm I am so sick of talking about being burnt out. Um. I could listen to the last 55 episodes. It's just like, yeah, I'm really tired, but like, I just don't know when to stop. And then I just, I'm just like, ah, I burned out a few years ago, but I'm sure it won't happen this time. And then it's like, I find myself in the same exact spot. Like what happened? Um, so I, I really have no desire to, to really continue down that track. I want to do things that, uh, you know, energize me. I want to do things that I'm passionate about. I want to do things that I'm excited to do. And yeah, there's going to be days that I'm not excited to do everything, but there are going to be, I want there to be more days that like, I'm excited to do something. You know? Yeah, me too. I want to be a nuclear fire, you know? Yeah. What's a nuclear <laughs> nuclear fire? What is that? <laughs> I want to just be burning all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You can't burn out or fade away. You're just constantly on fire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the eternal flame. Yeah, exactly. It. It's like the Olympics, right? Um, <laughs> that thing burns out. Um, but yeah, I, I guess, um, you know, I'm just excited to, I'm excited to have Amanda back next week. That'll yeah. be really cool. Get the whole, the whole crew back together. Uh, I'm excited to have you here. You're somebody who I've really just enjoyed as a comic, enjoyed Yay. as a person. You've been just super genuine. And oh, uh, thank you. This really excited my day. Good, good, good. Because I, I was feeling kind of bummed out and down to myself and then, then you call me. So you never know where the day will take you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think just, you know, being being open to like new experiences, I think is going to be something that's going to, I think being open to experiences that I can't predict or control is going to be the thing that's going to give me a oh, lot of my yeah. power back. You got to play with life. Yeah. You got to do what you're excited for in the moment. You just do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think just like the, a certain extent of like, you know, like I plan for things to go a certain way. And when they don't go that a certain way, I'm just like, everything's wrong is happening. And it's just like, no, something different is happening. But not everything wrong is happening. Yeah. Um, like this turned out okay. Yeah. That yeah, turned out all right. Yeah. I mean, you know, besides spilling water on ourselves, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I think this went really well. I think that added some, <laughs> yeah. I think that added some spice. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm glad it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well i appreciate your optimism it's very refreshing um but yeah but i mean like you know that that's a perfect example like you could be like upset that you spilled water on yourself or you could just embrace that it happened and laugh about it oh yeah yeah it was just yeah it's just on my bouncies it didn't happen on any electric equipment (laughs) yeah yeah how did it happen on electric equipment it would have been a different conversation um it's all good yeah absolutely No, no no but i i definitely think that like you know a lot of my problems come from just like, uh, you know, a belief that like something's going to happen a certain way. Like, you know, I'm going to have a show and there's going to be no mistakes. I'm going to have a, uh, you know, I'm going to have a set. And I'm not going to forget any of my jokes. I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to write a song and all the words are just going to come to me. And when they, when those things don't happen like that, then like my immediate reaction is just like, fuck, it's not, nothing's working. And it's like, I think just being able to, uh, you know, enjoy things in the way that they are working and allow them to possibly even work out better. I think yeah, is going to be things something. Things will work out for you if you let them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even 
then even at the time, like my knee, my knee thing sucked. I tore. I like used to be a killer roller skater, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it sucks not to be able to do that anymore and like like be like somewhat crippled now. Like I can't get up. Like I can't do a lot of the things I used to do with this leg. But you know, it's I, I it also gave me the strength to be fine completely on my own. Yeah, absolutely. Which is huge. So yeah. I wouldn't be who I am right now if I didn't have to go through what I went through with that. Yeah, so absolutely. And everything kind of has a silver lining most yeah, of the time. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. Not everything. Not everything. Not everything. <laughs> some things just suck. Some things do just suck, but sometimes the silver, things yeah. have a silver lining. Yeah. Sometimes the only silver lining is that it's not happening anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking high. True that. True yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Well, dope. Well, that has been the smoke break. Boys and girls, we did yeah. it. We did it. Another did episode it. out. Episode 55. Woo! Yeah. We did it. Yeah. Uh, it's a character building episode. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's uh <laughs> it's this is the redemption arc, you know? <laughs> you have to you have to have the the like, you know, all right, here's the cutscene where he does a bunch of push-ups yeah. and tries to get better. Yeah. Um in our last 45 seconds, I have a knock knock joke. Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? A nigga who. A nigga who. Who? <laughs> 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 That's all. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, thank you for sticking around to the end of the episode. It's episode 56. Uh, thank you so much for sticking around. It's not episode 55. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon <laughs> and Emily June. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time. <laughs>